0: Smith and his wife Laura of Fior Restaurant on Broughton Street have devised a way of keeping their staff busy and their suppliers in business too. Although they're not open as a restaurant, they have something called Root to market. Here we would speak to him about how that works and how you can get all their lovely produce at home. Good afternoon, Scott
1: hi good afternoon how are
0: you i'm fine thank you sorry if you had a few difficulties there getting in but thank you for joining us on our podcast and scott you'll have to tell me but you're not really just involved with roots are you you're in catering in uh in other places in edinburgh so tell me give me a little snapshot about you
1: yeah so um me my wife operate uh, a couple couple catering outlets uh in in and around edinburgh so our, our kind of flagship that is uh that's Pure and which is on brockham street and that's um that's kind of our, our kind of i don't know if you want to say fine dining but our our, our our brand um if you like our kind of uh brand flagship which is our our set menu restaurant and then we've got um a contract recently started just before this whole lockdown came in which is Pretty bad timing on our part um, with the um, Secret Herb Garden just on the south of the city. Uh, so, we've taken on the catering operations out there. And we've also got a seasonal um, operation out at Jupiter Artland as well, so just on the, the west of Edinburgh. So, so three, three, uh, three businesses which uh, are currently um, no business at the moment.
0: It's a tough time uh, to be in any kind of uh, catering business but you seem to have managed to turn things around just a wee bit um, by using your connections with your suppliers and turning them into something that members, us people at home needing to cook, might need to use. So tell us a little bit how that works.
1: Yeah, so I mean, my, my wife Laura, my business partner as well, she was um she was way ahead on this than than I was to be honest. I mean she was she was saying back in um kind of late late January or early February that, you know, something's gonna happen from this um this uh, virus which is kind of spreading throughout the, the, the eastern part of the world. It is gonna come over here and um I, I, I expected it would, but the the impact it's had, I you know, that caught caught me off off guard and didn't expect it to have the impact it's had worldwide and you know it's completely crippled the, the hospitality industry and many other industries as well um so i guess when 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 the lockdown happened or once once hospitality was told that we we needed to cease operating um we already kind of had an idea in our head that we would have to diversify quickly and uh we had lots of ideas of how we would survive this and how we could how we could get through it how we could trim back our costs but then it also occurred to us then what's what's really the <laughs> the point in us um surviving through this if the if also the suppliers and the network that we built up around us which made the restaurant what it was and you know allowed us to to, to work with such amazing projects if, if they failed to survive then what would we be coming back to if we survived so um so it was kind of it was built out of survival built out of kind of necessity uh, to try and protect protect our team um, but also to protect our our local supply chain so we're very very lucky and very fortunate in this country to have such incredible producers and uh, and and people who are very you know as much as much passionate about producing the produce as we are in in serving it and um when you go to the supermarket you just you don't see this um you don't see this on the shelves and even some of the special food shops cannot get access to this produce because it is um, it has been um, dominated, I guess, by the hospitality and by the restaurant scene. So it was obvious to us that they would have a big a big uh, gap in their business. Uh, you know, their businesses were going to be affected by the restaurant closing, and it made sense to us, especially with at the time that this happened. You know, supermarkets had huge queues outside, and uh, whether it's safe or not to get into them was another another question as well. Um, that we had access to all these incredible produce, but nowhere to put it, so it made sense to to connect the public with it directly.
0: And so tell me then, um, you know, this week, what's the what's the speciality this week, Scott? What do, and 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 how does it work? What do people have to do to uh, find you and to to place an order? Maybe we could uh, we could explain that.
1: Yeah, so we, we we've we've done it in a slightly um, complicated way that that tends to be what what we do um so i i guess to 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 get the produce from us people have to sign up with us and uh once they sign up um we we assign their their address with a delivery day so we we assign the the postcode with a certain delivery day two days before that delivery day is due we then contact the the customers in the morning with an email updating them with what's good at the moment and uh any new produce we have from any of our suppliers um, and then they have um, until 4pm that day to place their order. Um, so we've done it in a, in a slightly restrictive way and um, that was purposeful for a number of reasons. First of all our you know our suppliers they had they needed time and they needed uh, they needed um, kind of resources to be able to restructure their business as did we. we we're not retailers and um, we're we're a restaurant so going from a 33 cover restaurant to turn into this industry was a, a huge huge undertaking for us so we knew that if we just opened an online shop and opened the floodgates we would um we would uh not be able to keep up with the demand so we, we use that as a way of filtering the demand and, and spacing spacing that out i um, suppose though
0: but by 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 being in contact with people though i suppose actually it's it makes it maybe a wee bit more bespoke and perhaps uh, you know a little bit more personalized so um Maybe that's in your favor.
1: Yeah, it was something that we hadn't intended, but it's something we've definitely seen. Is, um, um, I mean, I'm talking right now with customers because we have deliveries going out today, and I really do feel that we've not only created a, a nice uh, online platform for them to be able to, to, to shop amazing produce um, from all over Scotland, but um, we've also created a sort of uh, community within that because you know we are in direct contact with them, um, a lot, we do a weekly update email, which everybody gets, and then uh, each area gets a, a, an email bespoke to their area every morning, which means that, uh, you know, we're talking directly to, to them as a group, as opposed to, uh, here's our online store, go on, get what you want, and um, and you're not going to hear from us, so um, yeah. so it, it's kind of, by default, created a really nice kind of uh, community, I think, um, um, around it, which, yeah. which has been great for business as well. We do know, unfortunately, we can't if we want to continue to market, which I think it's something we well it, it is something we want to continue. Um, we will have to adjust that because it's, you know we're in lockdown, people are at home, um, if they have a designated delivery day that works just now, but people need the convenience and the flexibility once we once we come out of that.
0: So basically people get um, an email from you at 8 o'clock in the morning and then they have until 4 o'clock to decide what they want from your list and then that gets delivered the next day or on a specified day?
1: So that, that gets uh, delivered two days after the order comes two in. Two days so, after, So okay. as soon as the order comes in, we, um, we contact our suppliers. If they've ordered some yeah. of the, the ready meals we have on the website, we, we then getting the produce to, to produce those as well, so they're, they're made fresh. Um, and then the following day after that, it gives us a day to... to- collate everything to pack everything to organize all the all the roots and everything else and then the following day they, they get their, their produce delivered
0: and tell me then a bit a little bit about your home meals because uh, i think i hadn't perhaps realized you were doing home meals as well i had realized you were you were um you know passing on all this lovely fruit and veg and everything else but i didn't know you were cooking for people so what kind of things are you cooking
1: um so entirely different to what we're what we're used to doing and but i think during this period people want simple healthy hearty home meals that are that are easy to heat up at home so we had considered going down the route of um doing something a bit more complex and and, and delivering instructions of how to compile it all together but uh (laughs) it, <laughs> the Cardon Bleu Route. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I a mean, lot of people are doing that as well, which I think is great. I mean, I think it's really, really nice, and it gives people a kind of a kind of restaurant-like experience at home. But um, what we wanted to do was to be able to feed a lot more people—people people who are potentially, you know, don't want to have the bother of having to put together a complex meal, and or perhaps just living by themselves and just want a, a simple meal that you put in the oven. So. Just very, very simple things like like um like lasagnas and, and pasta dishes. We've done some stews. Uh, we've got sides to go with that. So it, it's it's literally you take the lid off, you you put it in the oven and and twenty minutes later it's it's ready to eat. So it's uh we, we've kept it as simple as we possibly can, um, as healthily as we possibly can and, and just uh kind of comfort food that people are wanting. And by being able to do that style of food and do higher volume of that food, we've been able to keep the cost relatively low. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's roughly about seven pounds, seven pounds fifty for two people. So it's you know we've managed to keep that quite quite uh, convenient for a lot of
0: people. Quite reasonable, That's, and and of course, um, you've you've been saying that you've removed the minimum spend from, um, any of your orders, and uh, and t- t- so tell me, are you order are you delivering throughout Edinburgh, or is there sort of a, a finite uh, area within which you're you're actually delivering?
1: Yeah, so currently we're delivering all postcodes EH1 to EH17. We are looking to expand that, but as I said, you know, we're not a, we're not a, an experienced online retailer. We, 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 we don't have an, an experienced logistics team or, or, you know, we've had to repurpose them, um, you know, we've got our familiar our from Fury, he's, he's doing delivery driving and, you know, we've had to repurpose a, a lot of staff for that. So. Um, so we're keeping it quite, quite concise and quite tight at the moment, but we are we are introducing very soon a collection point from the herb garden as well. So.
0: Now, and I, and I've said fruit and veg and stuff, but I'm I'm sure that's not all you're delivering. There's actually much more. Uh, there's cheese and meat and all sorts.
1: Yeah. So when it first started, and as I say, we we managed to get on this very quickly. I think, within a kind of a week of uh, the restaurants closing that we were operational um although it was a very clunky um <laughs> system there was no website there was an excel sheet that people got sent and uh, um yeah it was a little bit uh, a little bit clunky and a bit 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 um, slow to start but um when that when that happened uh, the first thing we did was to contact our suppliers and our producers to to find out first of all who who needs help in terms of getting more business or who needs help with their logistics because i think some people have have thrived in this and The demand's grown substantially but they've not been able to keep up with that demand and so we can hopefully lighten the load on that side and then some people have just lost their trade altogether and, and and need to find uh new new outlets so yeah in terms of the cheeses and things like this we we had um fiona richmond from food and drink scotland got in contact with some suppliers that she had had get in touch with her that needed support so we we contacted Selina at Errington uh, Cheese, so we're we're getting directly from them. Um, Bonali Dairy Farm, they were really struggling because a lot of their business was was the was the trade, and um, so we've we've been supplying them since. So yeah, we're kind of very sm- slowly growing, growing our list. But obviously, from our point of view, the difficulty we have is um is the the storage. So we're we being very careful to to not store more than we can we can handle on premises so uh, i guess the thing that we're looking at now is how to how how can we grow it further without um detriment to the quality so there's no point trying to offer a, a service which is trying to provide quality produce and then not being able to actually provide that is um do
0: that.
1: Yeah, exactly yeah so we're, yeah. Trying, we're trying to balance we're trying to balance growth and um and and ethics and everything else so.
0: Right. So, finally, Scott, just tell yeah. me then, you know, what, what would be your your recommendation for us to buy today?
1: I thought you'd ask this, and I, my, my answer was going to be asparagus, because the Scottish asparagus <laughs> has been incredible. Well, I've literally had a, a text message this morning from Loon Bay Farm saying, today is the last day. Um, oh, so no. That, that's, that's it, gone. <laughs> and we also work with um, EC Farm near Forfar, so... I'm waiting to hear back from Sandy. We might be able to get a few next week, but uh, that would have been my oh, recommendation. Yeah. It's the quality. Yeah. I mean, we've had that really hot, um, that hot spell, which is which is what asparagus loves. It grows so fast when it when it's warm in the soil. So um, yeah,
0: so asparagus have, is lovely.
1: Yeah, it's, mm. it's amazing. And to get it, I mean, we were getting it to customers within 48 hours of it being cut from the ground. So you, know, you can't really get much fresher um but uh, upcoming is uh is things like the the scottish um chantelle season it's probably about one or two weeks away and um, and again this is a, a product which is um which fills the scottish restaurants which um it sadly won't be doing this year so um so we'll hope to we'll hope to be able to sell a lot of um to the public this year which is obviously a, a treat to cook at home and, and very easy to it as a as a normal mushroom
0: yeah, they're great in a in a risotto or even a a wee omelette or something like that. Well, Scott, you know, well done you. It's a it's a great way of trying to keep your relationships going. It's a difficult time, obviously. How many of your staff have you managed to keep on board? Have you managed to
1: yeah, keep most of them on? Yeah, well, we've we've managed to keep most of them on, um, thankfully. So um, yeah, there's maybe only about that we've got on, on furlough from quite quite a large team, um, and a few the few people that we have on furlough, um, the majority of them are are due to um, they they've got somebody vulnerable in their household, so they prefer not to be hmm. working, which we yep. completely understand. And um, yeah, Good. we've we've been we've been very fortunate, and and that was a huge huge goal of ours was to try and keep people in work. Keep we, going. We still, we still have right. no idea how long this is going to go on for, and there's talk of coming of this in, in July. But I mean, let's be honest, um, with restrictions in place, restaurants will not be the same and they will not be able to hire the same number of people. So, no,
0: they won't be able to. You, you would only really be able to have uh, one household at a time in Fior and Broughton Street, wouldn't you? And yeah, uh, or, or a few tables, it would be very special, I'm sure. But well, uh, you, yes,
1: got the two meter restrictions because of the shape of our room to be down to eight ah. covers maximum
0: well Scott thank you so much for speaking with us and um, if people want to uh, sign up to route to market then they have to go onto your website which is fior com and thanks very much and I'll yeah. let you get back to dealing with all the orders
1: thank you very much
0: thank you Scott yeah. so much for listening to the edinburgh report listen out for more episodes coming soon and make sure you don't miss any by hitting the subscribe button now this is one of the platforms where we can help advertise your business to our listeners would you like to know more about that then email editor at the edinburgh reporter.co.uk and remember you can subscribe to have our monthly newspaper delivered to you direct sign up today on our website www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk